Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the best in-depth commentary on the latest happenings in the manga and anime world. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is Rock. Rock, how are you, buddy? Awesome. Glad to be here as always. Well, great to have you here. I know you're fresh off of vacation, so it's good to have you. Hopefully you're well-rested so that we could get into some anime and manga talk today. Um, because yeah, today man. we Absolutely. got some, some cool stuff. We're going to be recapping the first six months of the year in terms of the um, anime that has come out so far. We're and talk about the things and animes that we've liked and maybe not liked as much as we thought we would. Um, along with that, we're going to be covering the newest, uh, one of the newest mangas that's come out uh, on Shonen Jump, which is called Aliens Arena by Fusai Naba. Um, so we'll be covering the first three chapters of that series. Um, but before we get into all that, I just want to do some quick housekeeping. Um, as always, you could listen to Manga Revolution podcast on any podcast services that that includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and any, any of those other types of services as well. Um, we would really appreciate it if you guys review us and rate us five stars. That that really does help us out a lot. Um, and if you ever want to find some of our other content, you could go on ConcrecRevolution.com that we're rocking. I have publishing stuff on the Concrete and manga industry. And for if you want to follow the Concrete Revolution, you can follow Concrete Revolution at CB Revolution on Twitter. And you could also follow the Manga Revolution podcast on Twitter as well at the Manga Podcast. And you can follow myself on Twitter at, at the Kevin Lainez and on TikTok as Nerdy Kev. Rock, where can we find you, buddy? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rock with two Ks Revolution. Awesome. Well, we just finished up the spring 2022 anime season. Um, I wanted to get into what the first six months of the anime world for uh, 2022 have, has been, Rock. So what has... Uh, Actually, you know what? I know I, ex- I already know the answer for you, which will be, <laughs> and I think it'll be the same answer for me in terms of the top anime that you've watched so far is going to be Spy X Family. Right. Um, so, yeah. Rock, <laughs> let's get the Spy X Family out of the way. While, then we'll get into talking about all the others. So, what do you think of the first 12 episodes of Spy X Family? Because I know we just had the most re- the last episode of this uh, part of the season. Yeah, it's great. Love it. This anime has been really strong. Uh, from from beginning to end, I've not been disappointed by any of the episodes. It's 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 doing a great job bringing the manga to life in a such an exciting fashion. Even though you and I have read everything, it is just as exciting to see it in anime form. Uh, you know, it's it's not spoiled at all. Sometimes there are some manga that I read it, and then I see the anime. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I've already read it, so I'm not as interested in the anime as I might have been. Not the case with Spy X Family, only because it's so good, and it's just great to see these characters that I love so much you know, come to life in the anime. It, it just keeps my attention, and the animation is top-notch. Really is. It's, it's beautiful anime. Love the look of it. Yeah, and I think this definitely just cemented how Clover works in with studio in terms of animation. Studios are like the top animation studios for me in my mind because they've done... So like when I was looking at their work and I was just be, I wanted to make sure I was being correct. And I was just like, they've done a lot of my favorite, like recent work, especially. And just I think they're probably my two favorite anime studios right now, just because they of the stuff that they've been producing. Yeah. And it's just they, they captured the art like Endo's art style so well on there where it's continuing that same simple character design, but then making so much great detail of the world and everything and bringing the world to life. And so it's such a great way that doesn't abandoned the style that from the manga but like it's just elevating it to to that other level that we like to see in anime absolutely agree it's they that studio is just they're firing all cylinders it's just it's just been a uh just such a delight to watch it and i love that it's bringing i think safe to say a much wider audience yeah into the manga as well i we kind of expected that once the anime hit you would see a spike in traffic for a spikes family on the website which has happened so yeah. you know we're just one website of many out there so i would imagine it really has renewed and, and you can see it on amazon kevin when you see the sales numbers yeah um and you can see it obviously with uh, the npd mm-hmm. uh book scan numbers i mean spikes family is just whoop, it's just huh blown up charts even in even in japan too when you look at the numbers i think like since the anime's come out like all the like there's only been nine volumes so far and all nine volumes are easily in the top 25 every every month every week they're selling about i I was looking at it and like the last week they sold all nine volumes sold an average of 30 30, 30,000 copies in one week like so it's like Mm -hmm. so and it's the only manga that and it's the only manga outside of like my my hero academia and 
all the other popular manga that you would think about that would be in the top 25, Spikes family was the only one that had all their volumes on the top 25. And it was, and they were all like around like 28 to 30,000 range of like average for, for that. So it's like mm-hmm. really impressive. Like you could see that it's not the, just the United States, but it's just worldwide. I think it's becoming that phenomenon that they were looking for. Yeah. Oh, they got, they got the next big hit. This is, I don't think Spike's family is going to slow down anytime soon either, Kevin. I and really what did you, so. and we do know that it's going, the second season is coming back in the fall uh, or the second half of the season is coming back in the fall. What did you think of that? This, this part of the season ended in the, with adapting um, like a side story with, with the penguin penguin part. Cause that's where it, that that's kind of where they ended it. They ended it that instead of ending it with the tease of episode 11, of like yeah. bringing in Bond and that the Bond episode, they already put out the teaser trailer for the, what's coming up in the second part of that they're going to start yeah. off with the Bond Bond story. What do you think of them ending uh-huh. with the Penguin Park family adventure instead of going with the Bond teaser that they had in episode 11? You know, it's that's so Spike's family to me. It just is so Spike's family. It's it's an offbeat story that has kind of made these small moments, these small deviations from the main story arcs uh, for a chapter or two. It's calling card almost. I mean, it really has. And those little side stories, you and I have talked about it before with the manga, Kevin, those little one-shot stories, those that are in between story arcs where they may veer off for a chapter or two, they are phenomenal. They don't feel like filler or they don't feel like a waste of time. They're really good and usually add quality character work that's paid off later on the major story arc. So I know it's not traditional, but you know, for Spike's family, you do you. Yeah. And and it's, it's the anime was actually really interesting because this is the first anime that I would say this about is that they did a really good job of making chapters that weren't that long or like chapters that you would think would be only like half an episode, like the dodgeball episode. Yeah. Like yes. that's the first one that comes to mind of like that was not a long chapter or like everything they, no. they but they added a bunch more into it that we did not see in the manga, but everything made sense. Like you could like the whole Anya getting trained by Lo- Yor um and all that stuff. We did not see that in, in the in there or like oh. uh, or Desmond's oh. kid being or doing the whole Dragon Ball training that he did, like picturing with his friends. Yes. We did not see that in the manga. Awesome. And it was all great stuff and I Again, obviously, I'm a sucker for like Dragon Ball references and stuff like that, and then do like doing that. It came like that half of that episode to Dragon Ball references. I was like, hell yeah! Um, so yeah, so I, I I really like like this is the really the first anime that I've seen that the way any anime original stuff that they added to like chat like what yep. was like a very simple story that maybe would be like 15 minutes of an anime episode. Yep. They did a really good yep. job of like anytime they had to do that of expanding on on everything like. I remember the ca- the castle episode where like they're like they take Anya to the castle. They do such great animation that you're not bothered by that. What would be considered anime filler, really? And right. I think it all just made sense to it, it. It just made sense to the world, and that's what I really appreciate about what Chloroworks and what studios really did with the anime adaptation of it. Mm-hmm. And and that's I'm glad you point that out because a lot of the magic of Spike's family are these little one shot chapters, and the fact that they're able to expand on them and flesh them out and make them even more enjoyable and satisfying full length episodes. That's, that's great. And that's going to be needed because well, let's be honest, uh, the anime is going to catch up to the manga too fast. If they don't, <laughs> if they burn through things too quickly, you know, they need to, they need to kind of, I mean, I don't want to say you be like Dragon Ball where sometimes you, you know, the, <laughs> a fight that took two chapters would take five episodes. They're not to that level, but you know, they need to kind of flesh things out a little bit to, to, so they don't catch up too quickly. Yeah. And I think they have the hook of, I think, especially with this penguin episode that they just ended in the penguin park. I think they, they mm-hmm. understand that as long as we could explore the family and the family dynamic and just like Lloyd and right. your, yours need to be yes. like how they're trying to be parents too. To Anya and make sure that that's the key focus of anything that we expand on or like do anime original stuff of it's going as long yeah. as we keep the focus on what fans like which is again the family aspect it's as much as yeah. cool as the action is and everything like that really we're into this because of the family that Anya Lloyd and your are and as long as you keep that up it's going anytime they do anything like they add, add anything to what um, like would be an eight page chapter or like 23 page chapter 
I think um, yep. we're going all enjoy. And I think this first half of the first season really proved that they they know what they need to do for that type of stuff. Oh, oh I completely agree. I, I have full faith, full faith in, in the, in this creative team. Yeah. And, um, and outside of Spy X Family Rock, well, has there been any other anime that stood out to you for the first half of this year? Uh, boy, Spy X Family for me has just overshadowed like everything. Uh, but there's, <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed a few. I, I will admit up front that that Spike's family has dominated the my brain space with my anime um, consumption. But there have been a couple other smaller things that have come out on Crunchyroll that um, that I've liked. Uh, I would say I tried um, what was it, Kevin? The uh, new episodes of Love After World Domination. Oh yes, yes, yeah. So what, I have really enjoyed them. I mean, really enjoyed that anime. You recommended that one to me. You yeah. made that recommendation. Yeah. And so I, I, I'm all caught up. And that, I big thumbs up from me. That is just a great anime. It is so much fun. It, it, it appeals to the Super Sentai fan in me. Uh, as well as just being an anime fan. But really, if you're a Super Sentai fan, this is just is just tailor-made for you to, right. to just eat it up with a spoon. It's been a lot of fun. And I, I love the animation. I think the animation is really, really well done as well. So it's quality, quality work product, I think. I, I've just fallen in love with that. Huh, love after world animation. I've fallen in love with that <laughs> anime. It, it's, it's, been, right. it's been an absolute blast. I'm glad you recommended it to me. And I, yeah. I encourage other people to try as well. It's great. Yeah, that, that is definitely like outside of Spikes family. I think the anime that I've recommended most for people, especially because I know yeah. a lot of a lot of people, we all grew up with like Power Rangers in the nineties and two thousand. Yeah. So like, I think if, especially if you have that Power Rangers nostalgia bone in you, I think it's it's a great anime just because they're playing with the tropes a yeah. lot and just they're they're willing to make fun of it, but without being yeah. like actually just playing playing up too much of the joke. But they're like, there's a reverence to the Super Sentai a little bit of like, hey, yeah, we we honor this yeah. stuff and we honor where we're coming from. It's not the complete joke, but they're they're, they're having fun with it. It's like you could tell that they're having fun with like the Super Sentai genre, which sometimes like yeah, I, I feel think like yeah is from love. Yeah, I think it comes from a place of love, not a place of derision. Yeah, and that's why that's why I think it works for me. Whereas sometimes other things that are are too take too mock too much a genre uh don't work for me mm -hmm. like anything garth ennis does with superheroes doesn't work for me because i think it comes from a place of hate yeah um and dislike whereas yeah. this comes from a place of love you can tell that they love super sentai yeah. but there's a lot of funny stuff about it that you can yeah. make fun of yeah it, it, but in a it, loving way you won't get if you're a sentai fan you're not going to get insulted yeah it's like it's positive deconstruction of the genre instead of like yes like negative like yes. or we're, we're going to treat it from yes. like this negative viewpoint of like why it's not this this genre is not great or like these characters wouldn't be great if they lived in the real world right so right. And, and i think yes and, and like and like you said the project nine they um uh which is the animation studio for love after world yeah. domination they they've done such a good job of like all hemming up the animation for like when they the, the transformations and even the character designs yes. everything oh. is just like <laughs> It's over it's the top. So in a per it's over the top in a perfect way of like everything that they do yeah. is, which is uh, again like uh, shout out to them manga by uh, Hiroshi Noda and uh, Tak Takahiro Wakamatsu. Like their art style, like their style that they've put into the manga, yeah. trans uh, translates so well in the the manga for the anime that that it's really cool to see it being brought back to to life. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is there any anything else that has stood out to you, or like that you could remember for the first six months of watching yep. anime so far? I did uh, also dip into uh, Skeleton Knight in Another World. Oh, nice! And what? I am enjoying it as well. I'm trying to branch out, Kevin, and not just yeah. you. The you know, typical because I I'll admit it. I Spike's family has been fun for me because it's what's kind of got me to broaden my horizon a bit. And look, I'll be the first to admit when, you know, maybe I, I, I need to expand my scope. Uh, I traditionally go with, you know, look, if it has Kaiju, giant robots, sci-fi, uh, superheroes, Sentai, that's, that's my milieu. Okay. That's my, my happy space in general with anime, but I'm trying to expand outward. And I like Skeleton Knight in another world. It's fun. 
It's it's got good humor. It's got good action. I like the characters. It's you know, I it's uh, it's my first dabbling into. I know that uh, that type of of anime is super popular. I've not consumed a lot yeah. of it, so I'm trying to get more into it. Yeah, it's a to, yeah, to, and, to more, more. yeah. And for people that might not know, it's a isekai show. So it's a, one of those uh, yep. um, where a character from Japan gets transported to another world, uh, like usually yep. like an RPG type world, and that's um, mm-hmm. that's the basis. Of, like that's the genre that th- this is in as well, because. We're definitely getting a lot of those right now. Like that is yeah. definitely a genre that if you are, if you wanted that, then you're getting your full of, cause I know that oh, outside of, I think yes. uh, action, action, uh, uh, shown in and uh, slice of life. I think isekai is probably like the big, like the biggest genre right now going on. Yep. Cause mm-hmm. there's definitely, there's a, definitely a lot of them and it fills up the anime lineup for that. I've noticed that, which has it's positive and negatives. Cause I know that, like there, there's some that, especially right now for me, that I've ex, um, I've been watching more. Like I try to watch more anime now. Um, I know there's some isekai shows that I definitely have not been a fan of that I've tried. Like, I, um, and that was one of them was, um, the my demon lord got reincarnated to a typical nobody. Um, I didn't like that just because like they t- tend to be like overpowered, and that character like that that like yeah super overpowered characters. It's hit it's or boring. miss, and skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think skeletonite did a good job of, of playing up the fun of it and not having too much yes. like serious. Like it's it's still serious. It deals with serious topics in it, um, but at the same time, it's not um, the character's not so op that that you feel like there's never a danger. And I think they they do a nice balance of of like doing the fun of it, getting into some serious and topics with certain characters, and then also making sure that the character is not so overpowered that the story is handled after just like 10 seconds. Yep. Agreed. Sorry. Yeah. And then I think for, um, is there, uh, was there any other anime like that stood out to you? Like, did you have any anime that you tried that, um, you didn't end up liking? You know what? I've gotten lucky. I've gotten lucky, Kevin. I've not tried anything that I didn't like, um, this, this season I've, I've it's happened before but for some reason maybe i was just a little pickier than than normal that's possible because there's so much content that if something doesn't really speak to me i'm just not trying it so i think my hit and miss ratio is kind of getting better you know what i mean yeah. only because yeah. i'm just getting way choosier than ever before because there's just so much out there oh yeah um, there definitely is yeah, yeah i would I say did. the last one i want to talk about mm-hmm. was that i did enjoy it's something different is uh aoashi i think that's how you pronounce the name uh, okay yeah. what's that one A-O-A-S-H-I. it's uh a youth soccer star oh nice okay uh, prestigious team and i like sports anime um you know some summer eh, that's another that's one where the quality can be a little hit or, hit or miss yeah yeah <laughs> um but but i liked it it was pretty good i always try to whenever every season Kevin, I always try to throw in a sports anime into the mix. Yeah. Like, like Prince of Tennis. That, that filled that role. Nice. Okay, yeah, I know that that anime definitely looked interesting. I, I have it on my list. I haven't tried it yet. And I know I want to try it just because I have uh, the sports manga that I'm reading right now is uh, Blue Lock that I know is getting an anime adaption later this oh. year. Um, and, I, yep. and I caught this one. I was just like, you know what? I'm in the soccer mood. I, I got to try it. So I'm definitely going to check yeah. that out. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for me, I think outside of the ones that you mentioned, I know Spike's family and uh, uh, Scarlet Tonight, I've really enjoyed also Love of After War Domination. I think and in terms of um, other anime that stood out for me in the six, first six months, one of them is My Dress Up Darling, um, which is like a, co- like a slice of life anime dealing with like a cosplayer um, and a guy that's a uh, doll maker that be- becomes like a cosplay, um, it, like d- designs all her clothes for her for cosplay. Um, I really enjoyed huh. it. It's like a, like a nice slice of life anime, and it's interesting to see like the difference. Uh, just because I know some cosplayers here here that are my, some of my friends, and it's interesting to see the co- how cosplaying works in Japan too, and like the attitudes of like right. Japanese cosplayers and stuff like that. Because I know I've talked to a couple of friends that are from from Japan, and they tell me that my dress up darling is pr- not not fully accurate, but it's it, it hits on a lot of the Japanese culture of of cosplay. So and it did okay. a really good job. So. It, kind of show, showing me a different side of cosplaying from another country, which again, 
uh, Japan is such such a huge on the anime and cosplaying um, stuff like that. So it, it was really cool. It was another anime by Cloverworks. Um, so if you're looking for like just like a nice um, slice of life anime, I, I really did enjoy that one, and I rec- recommend that. Um, another one that stood out to me was um, was Trapped in a, in a dating sim. Um, I know I've, I think I've mentioned it a couple times already, but yeah. um, it was a, a fun one. It, it's based on a light novel and. I think it what what I enjoyed most of it, it most of all for it is that even though the character was OP, I did like that the character was playing with the tropes because the character is going into a world where he doesn't feel like he's the main character. He feels like he's the side character of everything, but he does a lot of main character stuff. Um, and because he go, mm-hmm. goes into a world of a video game that he already played, so and he knows he's not the main character, but because there's another character that's messy up with the game story. Then he's like, oh, the game story completely changed because of this other person that also got reincarnated into the world. Um, uh-huh. And so it, it's really interesting because he's still thinking of it as the game world. So he's trying to stick to a story, even though there's this other character that's messing it up. Um, so right. it, it's really cool. And it's also playing with the like calling out a lot of the, the stuff when it, when it comes to Otome games and how Otome games. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Otome games that are like the dating sim games. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dating sim genre. Um, so I was yep, playing a yep. lot with like those tropes and everything like that. So, and I really did enjoy how they played with the tropes and how like, the, like both the main character and the love interest and the side characters all pl- play into that stuff. And like, again, I, I've played, some, I've, I've played it, dabbled into the dating sim stuff and um, I really like h- how they handled all that stuff. And I think it's like one of those isekai shows that actually did catch my interest. Cause I know that, um, like I mentioned before, uh, I think this is the season where I realized that I'm getting tired of isekai really. Um, <laughs> just because i or i have to be more way more pickier with with those shows because there's definitely right. stuff like like the one that didn't i didn't like too much was the uh my uh, the demon lord that got reincarnated into a typical nobody um was one that mm-hmm. stood out to me that i just didn't like just because i found the main character really boring because of how overpowered they are and there's a couple others that don't come to mind right now that didn't like and yeah uh, and one anime i was disappointed in because i was really looking forward to um, this season was the second season of, of Rising Shield Hero. Um, I really mm-hmm. did enjoy the first season. The second season, it, I was disappointed in because of how I felt like it was very slow in the first half. It picked up in the second mm-hmm. half of the season um, enough, but I think the first half, because of how long it took to get the story going, I felt like they were on, like, just going 10 miles per hour instead of just going all out at the beginning, Yeah, which kind of... Yeah sucked and also i think that was part of because of where they picked up on the story it felt like there was stuff that already happened between for the first and second season that we didn't get information about so mm-hmm. so there's some new characters that are introduced already that that are just introduced out of nowhere um and at the right. same time like the story the story itself not until like the big bad guy appears it that's when it starts really ramping up but even though in the ramp up process that just causes like the second half of the season to be ru- it felt like rushed when they could have gotten to the story that's in the second half of the season much quicker. And yep. then they could have dedicated the time to the stuff that's really interesting, much more time and let, let, let it breathe a little bit, but they had to kind of rush that second half. So it, it did disappoint me in the end. Again, I, it did pick up and I did start enjoying it the last, I, I would say like the last six episodes, but just because of how long it took to that and get there and how rushed it felt like, that first half really did impact the entire pacing of it, which was led to it being more of a disappointment than more than something I really did fully enjoy. Like I did the first season. Right. I, I get that. Yeah. So again, and, um, and yeah, and, but again, it was still solid and I think it definitely helps. And I, I, this is where I do appreciate the dub as well. Um, Like I think the dubbing does help, um, help my enjoyment of stuff. Um. Mm -hmm. And again, I, I still watch every, I still, um, I still watch the uh, sub all the time. So, but I do, there's some anime that I, I'm realizing that I need to watch uh, dubbed instead of sub to, to fully enjoy what's going on. Um, right. But, but I, I'm not sure if, how do you feel about that stuff, Rock? I prefer, mm, gosh, this is hard. I, mm. Uh, I like I like sub a lot, but if I'm going to, um, if it's an if it's an anime I really 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 love, 
subbed works for me great it pulls me deeper into the story i get to hear the original voices of the characters which i think is really important i watch a lot of foreign tv just foreign tv in general like like regular television shows from like south america italy and a few nordic ones i've seen in, i prefer them in subtitles because the original actor the voices matter yeah. like voices match the characters more and you get a lot of the emotion and tone in the original actor's voice and so the same with anime even though it's you know it's not live action i still think often uh you, you can really change a character kevin with a voice actor even saying the exact same dialogue and seeing the same animation you can change a lot about the character with just the voice actor uh, themselves so um often i prefer to hear the um original voice actor and pair it up with subtitles but i will say if i'm kind of speeding through an anime that i'm not in love with but i like and i'm speeding through it and i'm also going to be like doing some work at the same time i prefer dub obviously <laughs> yeah and i think uh, credit to you i know that there's some controversy around like who they're casting of like because i know that Crunchyroll and funimation they kind of going back to just mostly texas voice acting um recent um yes. since the, uh, since they opened up their new new studio and they're uh yep. not doing as much work from home so i know that that's caused some controversy in terms of the voice acting scene um which again i wanted to bring mm-hmm. up just because again uh, that that's important because yep. of it's i know it sucks for a lot of voice actors that are based in other cities like los angeles and other places yeah. in the country so so i wanted yeah. did want to mention sure. that but but I think that overall, I think the voice actors that they do cast, we're seeing a lot more quality voice acting, especially compared to yes. what we used to have. Because oh, again, it's yeah. not it's not just a, about the vo- like not call, shout, calling out the voice actors of what, that we grew up with, but I think just voice acting in general because it's seen as m- much more not just a side side job or just like as another avenue. I think a lot of more people are dedicated to voice acting now. I think we're seeing a lot more um, high quality voice acting, especially like in the dub area where the dubbing is getting closer to what the sub is. And I think that's another big part of it is that I think we're getting a lot more translations that are more accurate to what, what it was, what the anime is in Japan, instead of trying to adapt it so that United States audience could understand just because there's stuff in, in Japan that doesn't translate to, to it. And they think that we're not going to understand that this is another country. Um, Yeah. We're all dumb evidently. (laughs) And I also wanted to mention too, because I wanted to make sure I call out his name. Uh, because he was the main character right in Shiro Hero. Um, his name was Billy Kamitz. He was the main, uh, he voiced the main character for um, Rising Shiro Hero and also did, I think, the, the voice um, for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and a bunch of anime, other anime and video games. He unfortunately died this mm-hmm. past, um, uh, this year and um, before the, the new season started. Um, and I know that that hit the anime community really hard. So I just want to shout out that uh, really, um, and the person that replaced his, his voice, which, um, Sorry, one sec here. Um, was Stefan Chu? Uh, Stefan Fu. Sorry, I very uh, I apologize for that. Um, and he did a really good job of replacing him. And again, Billy Kamets, he did a really good job with the main character for Rising Shield here. But and he unfortunately did pass away. But um, but Stefan Fu, he did a good job picking up where uh, Billy Kamets um, left off with the character. Um, so I did want to mention his name too. Um, so um, and yeah, and outside of that, I think in terms of anime. Uh, those were the only ones I think you already mentioned some of the ones that I really enjoyed as well. Like, like I said, Spikes Family was the, I think the big, biggest one that was top of mind. So um, I, I'm really looking forward to, to what's coming up next, um, this, the rest of this year, just because I know we've talked about how this, especially the fall season looks like it's going to be insane with like My Hero Academia, Bleach, uh, Mob Psycho, and hopefully uh, that's where we also get um, Chainsaw Man coming out. So we're going to be, uh, not resting on the anime that that were coming up, so that's for sure. It's going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be huge and awesome, and we're going to try and figure out how we could keep up with all that. So God, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that just kind of wraps up uh, our first six the first six months, and I wanted to talk about it again. Where I know we did our anime awards at the end of the year, so and we kind of it'll be good to refresh and just have this so that we where we could know what anime to keep keep on our list for maybe what's going to be our top anime at the end of the year um so all right rock um so we're going to talk today also about aliens arena um it's one of the newest manga that has come out from shonen jump and it's coming out uh day and date here in in the united states on through viz media and the shonen jump app um 
And so we're going to be talking about the first three chapters that have come out so far. Um, again, four chapters have have been released, but we're going to be talking about the first three chapters just because, again, we that's how we normally handle new manga. Gives us a good look into see if that's something that we want to continue and it, if 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 um, we wanted to get to that four four beyond chapter four for it. So so again, it's a good way for us to uh, just kind of get the appetizer for everything. So um, rock. Um, with Aliens Arena, it's written and drawn by Fusai Naba. Have you are you familiar with Fusai Naba's work? Because I know he, he's done um, a one shot called Apollo, and then had a um, a four chapter run in for Harakin Gomen. Uh, do you do you recognize uh, Fusai Naba's name before, or is this like a first experience? Nope. You have? Brand new for me, so brand new first experience. Uh, I have no knowledge of this mangaka prior to to reading this so i came in unknowing anything which is kind of interesting it's always fun when you don't know what you're going to get yeah yeah and it, it's it's very interesting because definitely it's the same for me and you gotta kind of not not getting getting into a little bit of what what the manga is but it's very interesting to see a new manga and then feel like it's their own style because you're not familiar with the style yeah so it's very interesting yep. to get into aliens arena without having any prior knowledge of who they who they were assistant to or like what their yep. previous work was because like i did not have a perception of what their work should be right agreed yeah. it's 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 neat not to have any preconceived notions when you go into a new title yeah so um so with aliens arena um it's kind of actually i would say it's the men in black of manga right now uh for for this because yeah. we have we start off with the first chapter of being um the series is stars a character named Tatsumi Tatsunami. Um, he works as like a part, or like he's a high schooler who works part-time, part-time work trying to get in um, because he actually has to provide for his younger, uh, two younger siblings, uh, brother and sister, that because their parents passed away um, from a tragedy. We're not 100% sure of um, what would happen, but he is trying to take care of his uh, two siblings because they are very small uh, elementary school kids, um, which also means that he he's also thinking about can I go to uh, university or should I just continue working to provide for my, for my two brother or my brother and sister? Um, so that is yep. the top of mind for in terms of Tatsumi's work. Um, and during one of his actually part-time jobs that, um, that he works at, he actually gets a cut um, during while working and while his boss is dreaming him out and, and firing him during work, his wound heals mysteriously. And even he's weirded out by that. Um, and as he went, goes to the doctor's office to, or do, uh, a doctor to go check that out, he gets approached by mm -hmm. a, a police detective his, whose name is Hajime Sharuku, who wants to talk to Tatsumi. Um, but Tatsumi turns him down because he needs to get back to his brother and sister. When he gets back home, he's confronted by two mysterious pe uh, people that are, are there um, that are, approach him that they want to try and kidnap him because of, he has a mysterious power. That And the, the two people actually reveal themselves to be aliens. Um, and that Tatsumi's special power that allowed him to heal actually is like a cosmic power that he got from some type of cosmic uh, substance that got embedded into his arm. We don't know if it, that means that the rest of his body is also um, uh, yep. affected, but we, we only know about his arm. And they try and attack him, and they actually, his brother and sister come home at the, that same time while Tatsumi is being confronted by these two aliens. And uh, one of the aliens does uh, capture the, his brother and sister. This causes Tatsumi to actually use his superpower, which is like his, his arm stretches out and, and things like that, knock, knocks one of the aliens out, but he's not able to um, defeat the, the second alien. Um, but lucky for him, uh, Hajime comes in and totally dominates the, that other alien and ca actually captures, captures the two aliens. And as his uh, other police friends come in to arrest the, the aliens, Hajime reveals to Tatsumi that he actually works for this um, section five of the foreign affairs division that handles um, aliens. They trying to make sure that aliens and humans can coexist. So uh, that that's his job, and he actually offers. Um, and that that really is the first chapter. And then the second chapter is where he officially offers, "Hey, uh, Tatsumi, you want to join the um, join what we're what I'm doing at Section Five? Even though Tatsumi is a little hesitant, it is work. So he decides to go along with him after making sure his, his brother and sister are okay um, at at a hospital to get healed up." Um, he, Tatsumi does go with Hajime to check out what one of his investigations. He sees the work that they do, and and Hajime in, in action. So he takes up Hajime and his offer. Um, and then we get into uh, that that third chapter is basically 
Tatsumi gets set up with an apartment, really nice apartment for his brother and sister. Um, and he stud- studies to get make sure that he could go to work. And and then he, when he goes to Section 5, when Tatsumi meets, like, uh, Hajime's co-workers, one of them, the inspector Yumiko Fujiko, challenges Tatsumi because she doesn't think that he could, he's up to stuff for, for the work. Um, and she totally dominates him in the fight. And that's kind of where we end it, where uh, Tatsumi having to think, I got to power up. Um, and use my power, but because he's getting utterly dominated by um, Yumiko. So that's kind of where we end the first three chapters, Rock. Um, what did you think of the, um, let's just start with chapter one. How do you think of the introduction chapter that we got for Aliens yeah. Arena? I think it's, uh, I-, I liked it. This is, it's an interesting concept. And what I like about it is uh, with the very beginning, the first page, this is great succinct setting of the table for a new title they tell you right up front hi we can't travel to foreign planets but aliens do have the technology to come to us and they come here and they basically can do whatever they want because they have technology more powerful than us and um there are areas lawless zones on earth that are called aliens area and that's where the conflict is going to arrive. Boom. That's the first page, Kevin. Wow. I know the premise of the manga right off the start. I know what an alien's area is. I know what the main crux of the story is, what the main conflict is going to be, and the gimmick just on the first page. And then from there, it is just concise, tight storytelling. It is well-paced. It's well-plotted. It, what I love about it is that Naba wastes no time. Here's your main character, Tatsumi. Here's his supporting cast and his younger uh, sister and brother, Taro and Sachi. And here's the conflict he's having. He they doesn't have his parents. They died in a tragic accident years ago. He's now basically being the parent to his younger siblings. He can't go to university. He has these responsibilities. And by the way, oh my God, he now has a arm, a left arm that is now starting to get crazy on him or i guess it's i'm sorry his right arm is starting to get crazy on him and we see that it can heal up quickly so you know something strange going on and then kevin i mean you're only like what 16 pages in boom here's hajimi sharaku he's the he's the 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 officer who runs his team on the foreign affairs division of the public security bureau we learn about that group what they do and we learn we we uh Sharaku retells Tatsumo's origin story about the fire, which his parents died five years ago. It, it's just really concise. And then we just pop right to the two aliens arriving at, at Tatsumo's home and attacking him and his siblings. And boom, we see his right hand slash arm in action, showing off his powers. We see uh, Sharaku arriving on the scene with the foreign affairs division team and showing off Sharaku's powers as well, all based on alien technology. It's just so tight. And it's all in the first chapter, Kevin. I mean, you get the full supporting cast. You get, you get the, the, main, the main hook of the story with these mysterious powers and what are these aliens doing on our planet with, the, with all this technology, what they're up to. It's such tight storytelling. You, you get a good sense of all the characters and their personalities, and you get a good sense of the world that we live in as well. And what's really interesting is the world that, that, that we're inhabiting. This world is it's not just aliens are here to kill us. What's fascinating is aliens come to Earth for many reasons. Travel, a little vacation, sometimes cultural outreach. Uh, sometimes they're on the lam for a crime. Sometimes just research. Uh, Sometime to do nefarious things. It's, it's really, it's really interesting take on aliens coming to Earth, and it's not just either all good or all bad. It's kind of a mixture of everything, which actually seems like a more realistic take on what would happen if aliens came to Earth, right? It, it wouldn't be all good or all bad. It, it'd be a mix of, it'd be a mix because everything's a mixed bag yeah. of life, right? Yeah, you just you just never know. So, <laughs> um, you know, you don't know. So yeah. I really liked it. I thought that first chapter, I mean, wow, you did a good, you did everything you had to do. I, I understood 
what I was going to get on this title by the end of the chapter. And I think um, the, the vibe that I definitely get from Aliens Arena is Men in Black, I think is the first thing that comes to mind when it, when it comes to the oh, series. Yeah, yeah. And especially once you get yep. into that second and third chapter, it goes full Men in Black. Um, oh, for sure. By that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, yeah, I think they, they do a good job of like, in terms of setting everything up and just laying the groundwork for everything. Um, that's kind of what I really did enjoy. And they also kept it um, that um, Naba just kept it simple. Uh, he didn't, yeah, there's no overcomplication on this, like nope. going into a lot of detail. I think it um, just keep, like, it's just keep it simple, stupid type. Uh, uh, like in terms yes. of how, how the setup, don't, don't overcomplicate it. Don't try and do too much. Yep. And I think that that's what mm-hmm. that first chapter did. Cause I, I was expecting a, a lot more mythology to be honest with you with, with the, like the title itself, but I, I did like that. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah just yeah. keep it, keep it simple. Just say, Hey, there's this main character. This is the reason why you should get invested in the character because he's just a dude that unfortunately his parents passed away and he took on the responsibility of taking care of his two younger siblings. And to do that, he's working every job that he can I like that you see yep. the couple of different jobs that he has in terms of this, that he's working as a newspaper delivery boy. He's also working as like, a, like working as a bus boy and just like, he's picking yep. up any, basically just setting up that he picks up any job he can. Like you don't see every single job he's, that he has, but he's just working. He's right. con- like, if it's not going to school or studying, he's just working. And and because he needs to provide for his siblings and a lot, I did like that for in terms of Tatsumi getting that, that character set up of like, this is why you should like the character. It, it, should, it does present, I think Naba does a good job presenting Tatsumo as a very hardworking blue collar character. That's yeah. the vibe I got. Blue yeah. collar and he's super hardworking. Yeah. And that, that, that makes him an immediate, a character that you immediately like. Those yeah, are nice and, virtues, right? So, and, and then also like said, setting it up so that Tatsumi is not a jerk also because like it could yes. easily come off that way too when like because really oh, yeah. like, we open up the with Tatsumi like first introduction is him blowing off one of his friends but He's not blowing it off just because <laughs> he's trying to be a jerk because, oh, yeah, I got to get to my job. He's being like, no, I, while I want to do that, I can't because I do need to work. And that that's the more the vibe that I get that he he is doing it because he needs to go provide for his family. It's not because he's trying to be a jerk to his friends because people are no, it does I, seem like people I, actually I, like him. Yes. And what's great is to your point, it shows that he is very selfless. And is willing to sacrifice his own buyers for the benefit of his family because he even says he had remember his friend said he had a sports scholarship. Mm-hmm. So not only is he not going to university, he had a sports scholarship to go to a university. Or he had a sports scholarship. Well, he had a sports scholarship to go to his high school. He had a okay. because okay. he, oh, that's he was going to one of those prestigious uh, high schools in Japan. That's right. And he got a he, the way he got into it is by through a sports scholarship. And he's given that up. Yeah. To get a job, to take care of family, it's very selfless. So immediately, you know, yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah, that's a good character. Yeah, and I think just having him like interacting with other like kids his age as well at the beginning to show that like, yep, he's not a loner either. I uh, again, it's a quick thing that right. I do really appreciate because I think we do get a lot of main characters that are they're, they're either lone wolves or like they have very few friends. They're they're not um, like extroverts or like have a so like a social standing in like a good social standing in their school but i think the opening just yeah. set up that oh yeah he has a regular high school life at least until now <laughs> until this chapter where we <laughs> get introduced to him but um in terms of like everything up up to this point when it came to his high school life it's just a normal he's a normal normal dude and with friends yeah. he's taking care of his family like yep. again like the family stuff is the stuff that's not normal because he again he he is in extraordinary circumstances of like unfortunately having to uh, raise his brother and sister and making that sacrifice. Oh yeah. Do I need to go to a university or not? Um, just cause I need to provide for my family. And he, he is having to make a, that decision that I don't think a lot of us have had to like, there's very few people that have to make that. And it's a very tough choice um, to, to do yeah. that. So, so, and I think, again, it's just making the main character likable right up the way. And it, again, it's not overcomplicating the main character. Cause I think the first chapter and even going into the second and third chapter, I think what Naba does a really good job is keeping Tatsumi's uh, character simple. Like you're not trying to make him, yes. you're not trying to make him stupid. Um, like in terms of a main character where he's just like, he's over so overpowered that he doesn't have to be a smart character. Cause we do see him study a lot. And like, even though the second, third chapter, we see him study to make sure and he's prepared. He works hard. Yeah. So yeah. he's like just continuing that hard worker. Like you said, 
Like he's a hard yeah. worker, not just as like physically, but he's also a hard worker mentally as well. So that's right. I think that, that that's a good trait to have. And again, just keep it, mm-hmm. keeping it simple with, with his character that this is how he is. We don't need to like, he has some um, extraordinary circumstances outside of like, obviously his arm, but that's, that's separate from everything, like his core character. No, it, 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 I like it. And I think you're hitting on the right theme for this entire manga, by the way, Kevin, and it's simplicity. And that's not a negative. That mm. simplicity is can be a huge positive. Yeah. He's keeping Naba keeps Tatsuma's character simple, and it's a fine line. You don't want a character to be dumb. You don't want him to be in this in this particular case. He's not like some Reed Richards level genius, and he's not a dummy. He's you and me. He's 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 you know he's a, he's a smart enough guy who has to study and read and work hard and put in the hours in order to achieve anything. Yeah, he, he's he has a regular person. He he's a uh, very much Peter Parker, um, like yeah. in, in terms of the type of character that they're setting up for for him. Right. Um, and again, it's just like and that's really good setup of like trying to get your yep. get get your the the audience in, invested into the character. So I think that. It, it does work with that, especially when you see like Hajime, like when you see police the as a police detective, he has a very weird look to him. Like you know, things are going to get get weird, especially once the aliens get get introduced and stuff like that. And you get that into the second and third chapter. Like we could get into the second and third chapter really, um, where all the characters around him are have a. You could tell that there, there's something off about everybody, and there's all these characters that are kind of weird. And he's getting into the world of aliens and humans interacting with each other and all this stuff. So you do need kind of like if you have a main character that could ground everything as the normal person, mm-hmm. like a normal person, like like I said, he does have the superpower, the aliens, some mysterious alien superpower. But in terms of his core character, he is a normal dude. And if you could ground it that yep. way, I think it helps the rest of the story so that other characters could be the weird ones. Like Hajime, obviously, with his character design, the way he talks with yes. everybody and then like he get introduced yes. to, the, to his team later on that each one has their own quirk about their character yeah i think it helps enhance those people that have like these interesting quirky personalities compared to tatsumi who's a normal dude like you just continue that and i think that they did a good job in the first three chapters of making sure he is the normal guy i love naba's approach to that because you're a hundred percent correct when you meet the whole team look you already met hajimi and you knew he was kind of a weird dude i mean in a good way i'm not that's not a negative that's a good, a good way he's weird in a very good way but he's super quirky like you're yeah. like that dude something weird about him i like him but he's he's a, he's 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 off ball um and, and, and he plays you it, the rest of the team. well it, with hajime you he also plays it up he like you could he does the, he's I, 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 he's I, a I, total I, ham he, he uh, nava does a good job of like hajime like even in his dialogue he realizes he's a weird yes. dude he doesn't like hide yeah. it and that it's his no. style. That, it's not that he's weird it's that this is just his style like this is the character it's, style like from his, everything yes. from his like his hair like his messy wavy hair that he has to like the way he dresses his trench coat but, yeah and and then like the way he talks to tatsumi is like the guy this is his style it's not that he's weird it's just that this is his style and like i think that that's he cool. has like, a cane like, yeah. that he uses which is yeah. very unique as well he is very he is extremely eccentric. He's eccentric. Yeah. That's what he is. He's an eccentric yeah. character. And, and he and knows even it. his fighting style, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. Even his fighting style is eccentric. Yeah. It is very stylized and unique. And so you meet Hajime, you're like, wow, this guy is great. But he's a normal human, even though he's very eccentric in his personality and fighting style. And the same with the team. Fukusuke, you meet him and you're like, he's oddball, even though he's a he's non-powered human. He's an oddball. Genji, you, you, he's a little weird too, right? When you meet him, you're like, that guy's a little off. And Yumiko is definitely off as well, but they're all normal humans. It's a great, I love that the only person here with the superpowers is the normal person. Yeah. And then the non-superpowered people get the flamboyant person or the un- different unusual personalities. Yeah. That's a great way to craft your characters. Uh, and it makes all of them interesting because if you paired up, if Tatsumo had the powers and the outlandish personality, well, then what's the point of everybody else in the in this title? You know what I yeah. mean? And I, I do like also like in terms of Tatsumo's, uh, Tatsumi's um, like character too that he's not taking the, the job because he's interested in it. He's like at the same, he, he's oh. completely motivated because he's still like I think they're keeping the core character. 
he's taking the job that Hajime offers him because he feels like it's a more stable job and that it's going to pay really Got well, it. which obviously gets his own apartment, like a new nice apartment for his two brothers and sisters. Yes. I think they're like the first three chapters do a good job that Tatsumi's entire motivation is for providing and taking care of his, his brother and sister. I think they, they continue that like throughout the first three chapters that everything is motivated by his love for his brother and sister. I think that that's what really helps ground the entire um, series is really well is that again, while Tatsumi is a regular guy, what is really his main motivation is taking care of his brother and sister. And I think that's really great character work in terms of just your main character of why, why the reader needs to like, like him. Yeah. Agreed. I, I like, I also like that, you know, they make a big deal about the fancy condos and, yeah. and I don't know if part of it is cultural difference or part of it is, I is Naba's really playing up the fact that Tatsumo is super blue collar because he's talking about it's, I can't believe this kitchen's a rocks. I got enough space to wash dishes yeah. and cook like, whoa, who doesn't have <laughs> like even the uh. smallest home in America is going to have that and then he's like and my stove it's got three burners like oh my god you can go to the most simple ranch in america and like you're probably going to get four burners kevin <laughs> well it's also <laughs> I think, most, right uh, well also that's funny to- it shows how, either how blue collar he is and also maybe in japan the the, the, the housing is uh you know everything in america's got to be huge and big <laughs> well also i think we saw it in the op- op- first chapter too that he was living in a not not a single bedroom apartment. He was living in a a a, a loft, basically what we yeah. would consider a loft. That the bedroom is the kitchen, is the living room, is yes. everything that, and yes. that he was living there with his brother and sister, where he was also having yes. to study and all this stuff. So it was they weren't really well off. Everything was like oh. basically a lot what we would consider, uh, and it was a very tiny apartment and in a rundown very tiny one and a rundown neighborhood because that's all he could afford. Yeah, for his for him, his brother and sister to all live together. So it's it one just of those things emphasizes where, his yeah. his blue collar roots. You know what I mean? It just emphasizes this is your lunch pail blue collar worker who's going to not complain, not be a spoiled brat. And he's going to show up and work hard every day. Well, it's, it's like for us where we go from having to share a uh, dorm room to get and finally be, yeah. being able to buy a house. Right. Like we found like we're yeah. finally after yeah. struggling for forever to live yeah. in a loft apartment. And then we finally are able to buy a house. That's kind of what his attitude uh-huh. is. That, oh my God, I finally have my own. I don't have to go to a laundromat to go go yeah. uh, <laughs> go wash all my clothes. Right? I don't have to oh. do all these little things and like only live day to day. Right? It's like, like I'm actually well. God, off. I don't miss. <laughs> I don't miss the laundromat, Kevin. I did that for enough years. Okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah. So then, that, that's really what he, what that is. Is that for him? Is that he yep. doesn't need to do all these other things that he's actually now living in the a good place what and yeah. most importantly he's living in a good place for his brother and sister yeah um and yep. so that maybe yep. they, they could live a little bit more happier lives than they they were before um mm-hmm. and yeah and i think that i also like like i mentioned before that in terms of the aliens arena in terms of this world that they do really set it up yep. kind of to be just like men in black i do like that it does seem like oh I yeah i was a fan yeah. of the men in black movie oh. maybe or the comic books and that you even have Absolutely. like them wiping people people's mind with like they don't show it being a pen, like the, like a man in black, but it's obviously I, the mind wiping pen. I imagined it. Yeah, yeah. I imagined it as a pen. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> it happens on panel, that, but that's what I imagine. Well, even when it show, happens on, on panel, like you don't see the device that they use. You just see a white light. Right. You don't see so it. So it's like, and that's the same yeah. thing that men in black happens. So, um, but I, again, I, I do like that. It seems like again, I'm not sure. I can't confirm or deny this. But it does seem like Naba is taking a lot of men in black inspirations in terms of setting up yes. sector, section five of, of the foreign affairs division. So and and I yeah. like that. And because you even see that when in chapter three, when he uh, Tatsumi finally goes to the se- section five, that that you see like a fish tank with some sort of alien fish or like species there, yep. too. And it, it's just yeah. chilling there. Like, so it does seem like they're working <laughs> with aliens as well. So it's not just humans working yep. for section five but it may be also aliens that we haven't been introduced to yet or maybe one of the three because um, we really don't know where in terms of we don't know Kusuke, uh, Genji, and Yumiko it seems like they're all human but you never know because even like with um, Tatsumi yeah. we didn't know that he had something in his hand until it happened to him so again we don't know we just got introduced to the characters in chapter three so it's going to be really interesting to see if we do see some aliens working with um, 
uh, Hajime's team um, and how that that's going to be presented because it does seem like also this world knows that aliens exist as well. Like even though Tatsumi yeah, didn't know, right. it does seem like certain people because we get in chapter two, that person that had her, uh, what was it, her kid, kids kidnapped, she wasn't freaking yep. out because the aliens were there. She was freaking out because her kids yeah. were kidnapped and it seems like yeah. there's some some normal people do know aliens exist in this world. It's not out of the ordinary, but it's still out of the ordinary because like Tatsumi obviously doesn't know. So there's still people that don't know about it, but there seems right. to be is some people that do know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like when you finally get in the, it's the third chapter when you finally get into the, uh, the foreign affairs divisions secret base, which is, you know, it, Kevin, it's on, it's on a, it's in a level that's in between basement 12 and basement 13 of the building it's a special hidden floor which is really cool but the big shot you get of it you see like a giant alien that's on an examining table and you see like a jellyfish alien then you see some like crystal clear like rectangular cases with liquid in it with aliens in it and lots of papers and everything so you get like a real sense it does that shot it just reminds me a lot of men in black i mean that that Reminds me a lot of the Men in Black headquarters to me. It's, yeah, it's if you didn't get the Men in Black, like, yeah, if you didn't get the Men in Black vibes before, like once you get into the office, it's it's totally like it's, the Men in Black office, like whereas Agent yes. J introducing Agent K and all that stuff, so, like all, all that. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Even like how, how Hajime acts to Tatsumi, like he has total like the Tommy Lee Jones way of acting yes. to Will Smith and 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 um and Men in Black of like he yeah. just like. Tommy Lee Jones as Agent K just in, treats everything as normal or is like, uh-huh. and then Agent J, like Will Smith, he's more like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or like yeah. unexpected, like even Tatsumi, like how he underestimates uh, Yumiko um, in their fight and Yumiko just totally dominates. I'm like, I think they do a really good job in terms of just showing that like these guys have high skill level. These aren't going to be just the sidekick characters. Right. Like exactly. Yumiko, like busting out all these teleportation moves and the fighting skills that she has um it really does work well to like introduce us to the three three other characters that are going to be in this series and that maybe they'll be like the main they will be the main cast it's not just going to be like supporting characters and i do like that they're setting up that tatsumi is going to take some time to develop his powers and in the meantime we're going to see these these three along with hajime being like the main force of like in terms of strength yeah agreed no i i like Got to have a nice cast, and especially on a title like this. I think a larger cast than just a solo protagonist. I, I, I really like a, a bigger cast of yeah. characters. And I think with the type of alien technology that we see, I mean, we see the cane and the alien technology that uh, that Hajime employs. Well, we get to see different type of alien technology that Yumiko employs. So everyone has their own unique yeah. sci-fi gimmicks they will help set them apart from each other on the battlefield. So I'm looking forward to more of the sci-fi gimmicks that these characters are going to be breaking out. Yeah, and obviously we haven't gotten to like future chapters, but the one thing I did like about, especially with the three characters being introduced, is that it keeps maybe Hajime being special as well. Um, because yes. yes. Even though it, he he's, has an interesting design, he has like interesting mm-hmm. personality and all this stuff, I could tell that Hajime is a character that I could get very tired of really quickly because yeah, of how yes. like his stick, his stick, he has a stick about him. And like, if and it doesn't seem like Naba is going to go beyond, <laughs> beyond that, unfortunately. And I think that was the one thing that, yeah. that stood, out, stood out to me in the first three chapters is that Hajime's thing is being weird. Um, and he, he just vibes and that's just his vibe. But that, that's a, mm-hmm. that's something that's a type of character that we've seen so many times in manga could get old very quickly. And I think it's Agreed. very smart to introduce these three other characters that, even though they all are quirky as well, they have. It seems that they have a little bit more character depth to, to them. They all have a little bit more better interactions with Tatsumi of more balanced in, uh, interactions. So, like you can have him interact with these other like Fukusuke and Genji and Yumiko. Like these three characters are the characters that maybe Tatsumi is going to interact the bulk of the time with. And Hajime could be that special character that comes in when 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 shit hits the fan or like when the, like other like here's small burst of really and I think that that's really smart and that's what I hope because that was like the one thing that stood out to me in the first three chapters that 
as much as Hajime does a good job introducing us to the world, mm-hmm. I kind of get tired of him by like by the third chapter, to be honest. I I I completely agree with you. I think you hit it right on the head with his character. I I like his character. Make no mistake, he's a cool character. Great visual design, great personality, cool fighting style, cool gimmick. But he is such he's a lot <laughs> to take and you're right. He's a character you see a lot of in manga. You do that. I think he's best. He needs to become the uh, break glass in case of emergency character. That the core team, I'm hoping the core team is uh, Fukusuke, Genji, Yuko, and Tatsumo. That they're the core team that go out in the field. And when shit really hits the fan and things are really, really sideways, then Hajimi comes in, right? That's Kind of how I hope they play it. We'll yeah. See. Yeah. Same. The same. Again, I think it, it was more so that just Hajime's character. Again, I think you got his shtick by the third, and the, 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 Nawa didn't really do a good yes. job in terms of giving his character more than just what the character introduction was. And I think it, he just played into. He is what he is. The, the character being this kind of weird, weird off, offbeat mm-hmm. guy, and like we didn't get mm-hmm. more of that, like outside of that. Um, and yep. so that that's kind of why I would say. I think Hajime is best in small bursts instead of like big bursts because it's not even the emergency break class, but it's like, okay, let's do a recap of what just happened. But let Tatsumi mm-hmm. and Hajime continue to interact here and there, but they're not the main interaction or they're not the best friends that you, you expect them to be in the first like chapter that were, oh. these are the two main characters. It's not. Yeah, I, they should I, be like, best friends. Though. Yeah. Or like they are, they're, they're not like the, the two main characters, the ones that are driving the story. Right. Sorry. Um, but like they're, like kind of like uh, yeah. uh, um, Deku and Bakugo in My, My Hero Academia, where these are the two characters that are kind of the main driving force of the story. It needs to be Tatsumi and I think right. the three other inspectors. I think that that'll be best for the, for it. And really, that's what I the vibe I get in terms of the first three chapters of what I got into. I I think so. I mean, keeping the Men in Black theme going here. I'm I hope that Naba doesn't make. Hajime, the Tommy Lee to Tatsumo's yeah. uh, Will Smith. I hope that's not the plan because yeah. it is. Yeah. We're going to need more from Hajime. We're going to need yeah. more from his character. Yeah, he's got to show us more. What yeah. we got so far. Yeah, he didn't have that Tommy Lee Jones, um, no. like uh, charisma that like that balances yeah. out well with Tatsumi. Like with how yeah. Tommy Lee Jones really balanced out with Will Smith, and they played up with each other. Right. Didn't I didn't mm-hmm. get that like where it feels like they're gonna get very bored very quickly if they're the main focus. I yeah, yeah, I could see that absolutely. Yeah, is there anything else that's what do you think of the art style really? Like um that Naba implemented here. I the art is is solid. It's it's not my favorite, it is a bit rough uh for my taste it's a bit i don't want to say sloppy but it's a little rough and a little simple at at points i don't think the art at this moment is the strength of the title at least it's not for me the strength of the title i'm more interested by the characters and the story and the potential of this title i i'm hoping that because naba is doesn't have a lot under his belt as far as work I'm I'm guessing that we're going to see his art kind of grow and mature and get better and better, like we see in a lot of, uh, yeah. you know, newer mangaka and newer manga titles. So I'm not discounting that as a possibility. But over the first three chapters, I mean, it's fine. It yeah. works. It does. It doesn't turn me off. It it doesn't get in the way of the story at all. I, I'm not saying it's bad, but I don't. I, I wouldn't be like, oh, this art's good. It's not like when we first read uh, the first chapter of you know. Uh, uh, Kaiju number nine or Spy X family where I was like, Nope, this is good. I like this. It's not like that. It's more reminds me of my reaction to Sakamoto days where mm-hmm. I was like, it's okay. It's okay. It could, it could get better here and there, but it, 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 it doesn't turn me off. That's kind of where I am with the, the art in the first two chapters. Yeah. And I think that, that that's kind of my vibe too, is that this just reminds me a lot of first chapters that I've read for mangaka is like that the art, art style. They're just, they have an idea of what the style is going to be, but it's not as refined as it needs, like as they want it to be. 
but they're, yep. they're they are going to refine it over time. And I think you, as the as we get to the third chapter, you start seeing he's being a little bit cleaner with his art like artwork as well, and that it's going to improve. And I think that this is what the vibe I get in terms of the, the artwork overall for the first three chapters. That Naba's artwork is going to improve over time, and that hope and then that's hopefully what. What again? It happens with Nar- my my hero academia Naruto. Like the first chapter is not going to be the same as that um, as the what you get at the beginning. So, so hopefully that that's what happens because I, I I I have the same reference that you did, Rock. All right, Rock. Um, in terms of Aliens Arena uh, overall, would, is that is something that you're going to continue reading after everything that we reread, or is it um, or is, do you think it's a mega that you're going to pass up on and kind of wait? I'm going to keep reading it. I think I've gotten enough here to to deserve further reading. I think the characters are interesting enough. The premise is interesting enough. I like Men in Black, so anything mm-hmm. that's an homage to Men in Black is going to get my attention. So, uh, and and I do think the art will continue to get better. I think to to judge it this early is completely unfair because we know how how new manga titles work. So. I think there's enough potential here to, to warrant me, you know, sticking around for a while and, and seeing where we go. And if it, if it goes in the direction that you and I hope, then this will become a, a regular title that I just keep on reading till they, you know, inevitably cancel it because I like it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep going on it. Yeah. I think for me, I think this is a, one of those, I think it, it was interesting enough that I'm going to check back on it, but uh, um, just cause I, cause I have so much on my reading list for especially manga I think it's, I'm going to pass on it for yeah. now. And I think I'm going to hold oh, off yeah. on for a few more chapters for it to come out. And then it's going to be maybe one of those manga that I binge read instead of like reading weekly, like I do with a lot of the manga on my right. reading list. Um, so, but again, there was enough here that I, I will check back on yep. it. Maybe when like it has like a couple more chapters in or every, every or like maybe at the end of every month or something like that, I'll check on it. But it didn't grab me enough to be like, hey, this is going to go on my permanent yeah. weekly reading list for manga that come out on Sunday. So. But again, it did enough, and I, I did enjoy it. If you like, like Roxanne, oh, I, if you I like, get that. if you like my Men in Black and like that type of vibe, and lo- looking for that, and you're a manga fan, then this is definitely right up your alley for it. And I do recommend it for those that are in, into that, like a- aliens and just Men in Black style storytelling. So, Rock, thank you very much for joining me on this episode, and hopefully, you have a good rest of your day.